The Lucifer Effect. Understanding How Good People Turn Evil. The Lucifer Effect is a biblical story about how God's favorite angel, Lucifer, challenged his authority and was punished by being sent to hell, where he turned into Satan. This story suggests that even angels can turn bad under certain circumstances. This concept applies to normal people in war zones and tight-knit communities who do evil things. The book explores the mechanisms, situations, and conditions that cause the Lucifer effect, showing that it is not limited to God's angels, but can also affect mere mortals. The line between good and evil is not as clear-cut as people think, as circumstances and situations can affect behavior. Petty theft, for example, is something many people have done, despite it being wrong. The case of Ivan Chip Frederick, a former U.S. Army staff sergeant who was one of the guards at Abu Ghraib prison, illustrates this point. Frederick was a normal patriotic man before his time at Abu Ghraib, but he transformed into a cruel sadist while working there. Psychiatrists and psychologists tend to focus on dispositional causes, such as genetics or character traits, to explain behavior, but situational causes can be more responsible for behavior. In Frederick's case, situational causes played a larger role in his behavior than dispositional causes. Contrary to the belief that personalities are fixed and some people are inherently good or evil, the situational approach suggests that human behavior depends on the social context and circumstances. People behave differently depending on who they are with and the situation they are in. The Milgram experiment demonstrated this point by showing that people could be made to do monstrous things under the right conditions, even though they were not inherently evil. In the experiment, participants were asked to administer electric shocks to a learner, who was actually an actor, and despite the apparent distress of the learner, most participants continued to increase the voltage. This shows that people's behavior can be greatly influenced by situational factors. The Stanford Prison Experiment is a classic example of how situational factors can override people's individual characteristics and lead to dramatic changes in behavior. The experiment demonstrated how ordinary people, when placed in a certain environment, can become abusive and violent towards others. The results of the experiment showed that the power dynamics of the situation were more important than any innate personality traits. The guards felt powerful and in control, which led them to abuse their authority and mistreat the prisoners. The prisoners, on the other hand, felt powerless and helpless, which made them vulnerable to mistreatment and abuse. The experiment also highlighted the importance of the social roles we play. The guards and prisoners were playing roles that were assigned to them, and they began to embody these roles as they interacted with each other. The guards became authoritarian and controlling, while the prisoners became passive and submissive. The Stanford Prison Experiment is a powerful example of how situational factors can shape human behavior. It shows that our actions are not solely determined by our individual personalities, but are also influenced by the social contexts in which we find ourselves. Another factor that can turn good people evil is grouping the tendency of people in groups to conform to the dominant opinion or view, often leading to irrational or harmful decision-making. Grouping often occurs in cohesive groups where members are highly invested in the group's goals or identity, and where dissent is discouraged or punished. In such situations, group members may feel pressure to conform to avoid being ostracized or criticized. One example of Grouthink is the Challenger disaster. In 1986, the Space Shuttle Challenger exploded just 73 seconds after takeoff, killing all seven crew members on board. The disaster was caused by a faulty O-ring in one of the shuttle's boosters. However, the engineers at the company that manufactured the O-rings had raised concerns about their safety prior to the launch. These concerns were ignored by NASA managers, who were under pressure to meet a tight launch schedule. 
The managers were caught up in groupthink, believing that the launch was safe and that dissenting opinions were unfounded. They failed to consider the risks and consequences of their decision, resulting in tragedy. In summary, obedience to authority and groupthink are two factors that can turn good people evil. Understanding these factors can help us recognize the potential for harm in seemingly benign situations and work to prevent them from escalating. Dehumanization can also be seen in the treatment of slaves in the United States. Slaves were often referred to as property and denied basic human rights. This allowed slave owners to justify their cruel treatment of their slaves and view them as less than human. Dehumanization can also occur on a larger scale, such as during genocides. The Holocaust is a prime example of this. Jews were portrayed as less than human by Nazi propaganda, and this allowed ordinary people to turn a blind eye to the atrocities being committed against them. Dehumanization is a dangerous psychological process that can lead to cruelty and violence. It is important to recognize this process in ourselves and in others, and to work to combat it by treating others with empathy and compassion, regardless of their differences. Ideology can be a powerful enabler of evil, as it provides a framework through which individuals can justify cruel and immoral actions. In the case of the Milgram experiment, the cover story of helping to improve memory gave participants a way to justify their actions of harming and potentially killing others. Similarly, the ideology of national security and the need to gather information in the war on terror allowed the Bush administration and soldiers at Abu Ghraib to justify the use of torture. It is important to be aware of the role ideology can play in justifying evil actions and to critically examine the ideologies that we hold or are presented with. This means questioning whether the cover story or ideology presented actually justifies the actions being taken and considering the potential consequences of those actions. Being a good person means taking responsibility for our actions and considering the impact they have on others. It means being willing to critically examine our beliefs and actions and to hold ourselves and others accountable when necessary. Ultimately, being a good person involves striving to act in ways that promote the well-being and flourishing of all individuals in society as a whole. To summarize, resisting the forces of evil starts with taking responsibility for your own actions and questioning the stories and ideologies that justify immoral behavior. If you find yourself obeying an unjust authority, it's important to stop doing so and consider defying the authority. To actively work for good and become a hero, take action when others are passive and put the needs of others before your own. By focusing on being a hero in waiting, you'll be more likely to act heroically when the time comes.